Oh my god, I pulled my pants on inside out. I couldn't tell cause the lights were out. I'll beat the sunrise again. Welcome to Two Fat Mama's podcast. Pretty, Pretty hot, hot and tempting. tempting. I'm Pauline. And I'm Amy. And we want to share the wonderful antics of living life as single mummers. We work together and play together. We're keeping the adventures of being single mummers fun, light and truthful. Along with sharing stories of other awesome single mummers that amaze us every day. So please enjoy listening to Two Fat Mummers. Hi there, welcome to Two Fat Mummers. I'm Pauline and um, unfortunately Amy can't make it tonight. But I do have a special guest tonight. Um, He's a dynamite dad of two beautiful girls aged 10, Maddie, and 13, M. He's a firefighter, a part-time plumber, home renovator and loves to knock knock up a fancy meal, enjoys a nice drop of red, and welcome, Greg. Well, thanks, Pauline. That rhymes. <laughs> you're, you're very generous there. Yeah. I'm not so sure about dynamite, Dad, but I'll try. Oh, uh, I think you are. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just to give you a little bit of background, I guess Greg and I have known each other for, would it be about two years? Oh, at least. Yeah, yeah. at least two years. And we kind of stumbled across each other on a bit of a... Uh, Online dating. Yeah, fancy yeah, yeah. that, hey? I know. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we didn't pursue the dating thing, but we've remained friends. Yes, absolutely. Since then. Yeah. And we touch base every now and then and try and get together. But um, with him being a busy dad with um, his two girls and all work commitments and vice versa. And sometimes what, what would happen a lot of the time is that um, we would clash. Like when you were free, I wasn't. And that was kind of a lot of... You know, a lot of like trying to catch up. That's that's sort of what the challenges were for us too. Yeah, well, that's right. We would um, uh, have no problem just communicating with each other, you know, via the phone or text message or whatever. But it's just the availability to just catch up and see each other and say hello was mm. not really there. No, but we still yeah. do it every now and then, and yeah, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. all good. It's all good. So, Greg, we're actually uh, we've got you in here tonight because we want to just get the perspective of. We're, we're, our focus is pretty much on single mums, but we understand that there's like single dads out there and just wanting to get your perspective on how you manage being a single dad and, and we just want to understand the things that you love and what your challenges are. So if you can give us a little bit of background. Yep, sure, sure, Pauline. But I'll just take you back a little bit. You, yep. you start off with saying you, you've got me in here tonight. Mm. <laughs> so do you mean the, in your studio here, yeah, your my, podcast studio? Yeah, in the studio, Greg. Would you like to describe it or would you like me to describe um, where we are at the moment? I'm going to leave that with you. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, so I'll, I'll paint the picture. <laughs> the two of us are sitting next to each other. In your ensuite on the floor. No, actually, it's my walk-in robe. Oh, sorry, your walk-in robe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting confused. Yeah, there is no plumbing in here. No, there is not. And the um, we're looking at a large mirror on the wall. Yeah. So we're actually facing that and looking at each other. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Looking so, mighty fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sitting on the ground in the walk-in robe. Yeah. It's, this is the studio. This is the studio, and purely because uh, the, the acoustics are, are better. Yes, absolutely. And... Um, Yes, so yeah. that's purely the reason, not because it's any kind of weird sort of... Well, that's good. It's taking me back to my childhood. Yeah, sitting in the wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> when you're a naughty boy. <laughs> so I guess, uh, what can you tell us about you, Greg? Oh, okay. Well, just briefly, um, I was married uh, with my ex-wife as a you know partner and husband for approximately 10 years, and we've been apart now for uh, eight years, and um, I have... 
uh, two, well, they're still young daughters. Mm. Um, they were quite young when we separated. Um, we didn't separate for any you know, dramatic or drastic reason. It was more so that it was just a, a level of, I suppose, uh, disrespect and hostility in the house. It wasn't too conducive to raising kids, so I decided to move out and um, provide an environment similar to what I believed I grew up in, which I, I thought was quite uh, idyllic. And, um, yeah, so since then I've uh, been single parenting for, well, it didn't quite start off as 50% of the time, but now has built up to 50% of the time and mm. just fit that in during my uh, mm. days off from being a firefighter. And a plumber. So, well, I fit the plumbing around the parenting. Yeah. So yep. when the kids are in school or uh, things like that, I'll, I'll sneak off and do the odd little plumbing job here and there. Yeah. 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 And um, I, I actually know that your parents are still together. Yeah, now, my, aren't they? That's yeah. right. My parents um, have been together now for sixty-three years. Yeah, uh, and they're still living independently. Uh, well, I suppose it's independently. They're in a retirement village, but they mm. live. Uh, they, they care for themselves. So, mm. and yeah, yeah, my father's ninety-two, and my mother's uh, eighty-five. Mm. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're ticking along really well. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. And it's nice to, like, I guess that's in some way that's kind of what you want to, you want for yourself as well. Like, we, we, you have the intention of that that's how you're going to end up. Mm. You want to be that lovely old couple that still hang out and like each other even when you're 90-something. Yeah, but in my case, the way I'm heading, it would probably just be a dog or a cat that's my partner. Yeah. But, uh, you yeah. know, <laughs> I'll, I'll love them just the same. <laughs> they're more low-maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> And you can probably hear my dog barking in the background because she's not happy that we are sitting in the walk-in robe. Well, God knows what the poor dog thinks is going on in here. I know. And, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll leave it to the dog's imagination, yeah. shall we? <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about your girls. All right. I've got uh, two girls. Uh, obviously, you've heard uh, Emily's 13. Um, she's... Uh, quite the princess uh she loves all the finer things in life and likes to look glamorous and beautiful and she's very artsy she loves to dance and sing and act and heavily involved in that type of activity uh has recently discovered uh makeup and is spending a small fortune on makeup mm. i thought you were going to say boys but makeup is a better 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 option well now that you mentioned boys oh. i'll just relay a little story of a recent event within yeah. emily's life so she's just started high school and um one of her great friends lives just around the corner from me in Vermont and um, they decided they would have a combined 13th birthday party uh -oh. and they invited 40 people in total yeah. uh, and this was at the the friend's house or friend's parents house um, so we all got together and you know helped or I obviously helped organize it all with them and bought all the food and Em's mum bought all the decorations and the other family provided the house and uh we had the night was a swinging success. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but during the party, the mm. parents were all banished to the kitchen. We yep, weren't allowed out. As you as you should. Yeah. The um, the older sisters were doing all the uh, running around, taking the food out to the kids, and making mm. sure everything was going all right. And feedback from them was, you know, everyone was getting along f famously. And so mm. the proportion was about twenty five girls and fifteen boys. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, Towards the end of the night, the girls came in, the sisters came in, the older sisters, and we said, hey, how is it all going out there? And they said, oh, it's really good. Everyone's having a great time. The boys are really good. The girls are really good. Mm. I said, but I'll just let you know, a group of them have snuck off out the back and they're playing spin the bottle. Oh. So, 
so that's it. She doesn't get another birthday party now for 10 years. Yeah. So, But, look, I was assured that they were only playing for hugs. And I must admit, uh, you, you know, you might say I'm a, a foolish father, but I do believe her. I do believe that's all they were doing. So do you, um, when you were 13, did you place me in the box? No, I didn't. No, that was uh, that well, was that was light years away from me when I was 13. Yeah, you're probably still just doing kiss chasey, right? Yeah. No, no, when I was 13, I was still throwing sticks at girls that I liked. Oh, really? Yeah, pretended yeah. I hated them. You're one of those boys. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um... Yeah, as I found out later on, uh, Emily does have a, a crush on one of the boys at school. So, you know, as a, the caring father I am, I stalked him on Instagram. <laughs> and he seems like a lovely kid, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, look, and she's she's a great kid and, and I've taken on the uh, viewpoint as a father to, um, uh, you know, give her a lot of freedom. She's, she is very... She's getting great results at school. She's very respectful. She does what I ask. So as a result, you know, I think as a kind of a reward for that, I, I give her freedoms and mm. responsibility. And mm. it's up to it's for her to mess that up now. And as a, to date, she hasn't. She's yep. been really, really good. But with that said, I, you know, there's probably been some really good foundations laid by you and and you know, you've kind of put it out there, and Look, you, you, in, they can only build from that. Well, you know, we really practice honesty yeah. and um, also uh, communication. And if yeah. there's an if there's an issue, we'll talk about it. And even if we have a blow up, you know, yeah, it's okay to have a blow up, but just go back and talk it out later on. And, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. we're quite close, and it's really good. Yeah. Um, and as a result, I, you know, and I do get accused of treating them more like a friend than a daughter, mm. but. Uh, I think I'm getting great results yeah. from her for yeah. this. And, uh, you know, I think you've just got to try and do the best that you can. And, you know, it, that even happens with Ruby and I, and I'm never afraid to go back and say, I'm sorry, maybe I did overreact mm. or, you know, mm. I'm feeling this way at the moment and, you know, maybe I took it out on you. And I think um, keeping it, like, honest and real and I don't think it's a bad thing that they see you being a bit vulnerable and, not at you all. Know, losing it a bit. They respond to it. Yeah. And it also helps them understand when they do it, and they can, uh, you know, like respond in kind and see mm. how you've acted, you know, afterwards from something you might not have dealt as well with as you would have liked to have. Mm. And, um, you know, they learn from that as well. Yeah. So. And I think, too, when you're doing it as a sole parent, you're not having that other person to bounce off you. And just to kind of go, hey, settle, or yeah. yep, yep, you're on point. Yep, that's yeah. exactly what you should have done. Mm. Um, I've I mentioned in a previous podcast that I actually doubted m my parenting ability mm. because I didn't have that other person there just to kind of like back you up or, you know, put into perspective. I think it's natural that you're going to um, question your abilities in those areas when yeah. you, you, it's left up to yourself. But, yeah. uh, you know, that, I suppose that's part of what makes you imperfectly perfect to to know that you've got these mm. uh, imperfections and but you, you you're able to reflect and look at them and repair them mm. Mm. So. yeah and um tell us about maddie well maddie's my little champion kid she's um my 10 year old girl who wants to be a boy um she has probably about 12 months ago now was uh uh i don't know if diagnosed as right but she was just found to be just on the autism spectrum mm -hmm. uh, and it came as a bit of a shock to me because I just thought she was a quirky little kid but um, she's got a few little mannerisms that will be uh, with a bit of help from uh, a psychologist and parents of course she'll probably iron them out all right on her own and yeah. grow up to be just a normal person yeah so, so fortunately she's only just on the spectrum yeah 
But um, look, I'll give you, I'll paint a little bit of a picture about um, Mads. Uh, she won't wear a dress. She hasn't <laughs> worn a dress probably in eight years. Yeah. Um, and I took her to the Caribbean Gardens Market recently and she walked around and had a look around and everything and played on the tanks that are there and yeah. we went on the um, chairlift and then we went and found this, the toy shop or to, to, the area that that's where they sell the toys, you yep. know, the toy stalls at the market. Yep. And like you'd expect any 10-year-old girl, yep. she walked away with a, uh, a, gun. <laughs> a sword? An AK-47 assault rifle <laughs> with a laser sight on it, Pauline, not just any old gun or sword. <laughs> but cop this, mm. not only did she play with it all that day, so this was the Queen's birthday weekend, so on the Monday she went and got the little girl from up the road, oh, yeah. gave her another one of her guns, and they just crawled around the garden all the next day oh, on the Queen's wow. birthday Monday, yeah, yeah. sniping each other, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, playing war games. <laughs> so it was hilarious. Yeah. But, you know, as long as they're happy. Yeah, that's, that's right. And they're not thing. doing any harm. And Absolutely not. No, yeah. it's great. It's great role, role play. Yeah, it is actually. Personal development. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so um, Emily's in high school, Maddie's in primary school. There's two and a half years between them. Uh, they, they're totally different as kids, but they get along really well together. Yeah. You've got a fantastic loving bond between them as sisters and, mm -hmm. you know, really defensive of each other. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so, um, yeah, they're really good. Yeah. So I I will work four days on and four days off with Fire Brigade. Yeah. So I have uh, the girls all of my days off and um, I get – a fair bit of annual leave with the fire brigade because we don't get public holidays. Yeah. So we get in month blocks, and when I do have that leave, they stay with me um, a, a lot more. Yeah. So um, look, over the last two years, I've actually had them more than fifty percent. Mm. So it, it's mm. been really good, and I bought a little renovator's delight in Vermont four years ago. Yeah. Um, typical worst house in the best street type situation. Yeah, yeah. So I'm right in the bottom of a, a court in the bowl. And um, we've got some – I'm surrounded by those terrific families and yeah. all these other young kids. So there's yeah. 10 kids in the court all around the same age. Yeah, you can't beat a court, can That's you? amazing. Yeah, because yeah. I'm in a um, cul-de-sac and, yeah, I've, I've got the best neighbours. Yeah. Yeah, I can just maybe half the street have the key to the house to, yeah. you know, help me out, yeah. feed the pets yeah. when I'm not here or working late. No, that's great when you can have that type of a neighbourhood and, and trust with your neighbours. and Yeah, and just a safety thing for the kids too, right, yeah. these days. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So tell me um, what's the stuff that you love about being a single daddy? Um, I love the fact that my kids love being with me. So it's a really uh, rich and valuable time when we're all together and, uh, you know, it doesn't come without its hiccups, but um, the majority of the time it's just, it is really good. We will bond and do great things together. Mm. Um, and, you know, whether it's cooking something together or sitting down watching TV together yeah. or playing around the garden together, Yeah. Um, you know, we we'll go on the odd weekend away or holiday together. Yeah. yeah as, and you do I suppose, a bit camping. Family. Yeah, the camping's really good. The, yeah. My, Emily, the princess, is kind of a bit over the camping now. It's but called glamping, still... Dad, not camping. <laughs> she wants to do the glamping now. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Mad still loves all that, yeah, that yeah. type of yeah. thing. Yeah. Getting dirty. Yeah. Yeah. The dirtier, the better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's, currently she's playing in the mud at school. So every night she comes home from school, I have to wash and dry the uniform. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah. an inch thick of mud yep. on it. Yep, caked on her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. But, yeah, as long as she's happy. Yeah, see, it's not hurting anyone, is it? Not at all. No. Not at all. Yep. And um, I guess, what are the struggles? Um, 
I suppose because I've been doing it for eight years now, I don't really struggle with too much of the parenting side of things. Mm. Um, you know, the, the, all kids won't always do exactly what you say all the time. So, you know, that, that can be a little bit frustrating at times. Yeah. But, oh, look, I'm really blessed, Pauline. They're both really good kids. Yeah. Really good kids. Yeah. They're very different, but yeah. they're, they're good girls. Yeah. Yeah. And they're obedient without, you know, trying to sound like they're a pet. But, um, you know, if I ask them to do something, yeah, um, they'll generally do it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I need to get that formula up here because <laughs> it's uh, not working for me at my house. Right well, it, the trick is to smack them when they're young. Oh, <laughs> there you go. See, people, smacking doesn't harm. No, I'm only kidding. Yeah. All right, I might have smacked them once. But yeah, no. yeah. Yeah. I don't reckon I've even smacked ribs, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I hadn't, but, yeah. um, but then again, I look back and I think, well, maybe, you know, just that once, it did teach them that, you know, well, it can happen. Yeah, we got so, slapped. Well, I did, yeah. Yeah, my yeah. dad used to get the belt out. Yeah. That was a big threat. As soon as you saw his belt come off, you ran a mile. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and my mum had the wooden spoon. It was a deterrent, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. Yeah. But we turned out all right, didn't we? I think so. Okay, we're divorced, but we're okay. No, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Not on No, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I wouldn't mind asking you about the dating scene. Oh, the dating scene. Well, I, of late, because I'm pretty time poor and obviously, uh, I'm 51 now, so it's not Whoa, like, uh, the really? nightclubs are my scene. Yeah, yeah really? I don't look young Or is it my immaturity that masks my age? It's the immaturity yeah, thing. That's yeah. good. I'll yeah. keep working on that then. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so a lot, for me, a lot of, uh, that side of my life has just been through, uh, online dating, mm. which I tend to go off and on depending on my moods. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so uh, the last, so I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you a little story about what's happened recently. Yeah, go. Um, last September, October, I dated uh, a lady who, mm. she was a lovely lady. We went on a few dates and, um, and after a few dates, I kind of thought, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, you're sort of like... She, yeah, she was fine, sure. but, you know... There's a little something that didn't... Yeah, I just thought, well, this... Yeah, yeah. Again, it's not something I could have given a lot of uh, my emotional energy into because that was all going towards the kids. Yeah. Uh, she didn't have any kids, uh, so I thought, oh, I could see where this would go, where she'd be wanting more and more of me, but I wasn't prepared to offer that up because of, you know, my situation. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, doing the t- typical blokey thing and just kind of becoming a little bit more distant. mm and then out of the blue... Oh, you didn't do that ghosting thing. Uh, well, I wasn't quite a ghost. I was, maybe I was Casper the friendly ghost. <laughs> the friendly ghost. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I get this message from her um, about two weeks after we went on our our last, uh, you know, the, the previous date. And she yep. said, would, would you like to come to France? And I said, oh, I can't. Thanks. Oh, hold on. Twist my arm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, well, I can't afford that. Yeah, yeah. So... She owned a um, a travel agency um, franchise. Yeah. And she said, no, look, all expenses paid. I'll take you along with me just as a travel partner because I don't um, – I've been asked to be an ambassador for a river cruise company. Yeah. And this is a river cruise up the central France. Nice. And I thought, oh, I don't know. And she said, uh, look, it's all paid for. Business class flights, the yeah. cruise, yeah. all um, food and drink the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're guaranteed not to pay a cent. Yeah. And I just thought about it and I thought, this is an offer too good to refuse. But, yeah. but I, I got back to her and I said, look, this is putting an enormous amount of pressure on us yeah. that don't really know each other to yeah. go away for two weeks yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. And she said, look, no problem. No problem at all. Yeah. Um, yeah it's just a no strings, no uh, expectation. Yeah. Just, just a travel away. partner. Yep, just a travel partner. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So I said, all right, why not? 
Yeah. Not for too good to refuse. Yeah, yeah. I actually do think I, I spoke to you just before that and you told me you were going away, but I, I haven't heard. Yeah, okay. okay so keep going. <laughs> so this is all this all happened in the space of under two weeks. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I arranged some time off work. Arranged. Fortunately, my ex or the girl's mum ha, had been off work because of an injury, so yeah. she wasn't required to go to work, so she was able to look after this. wasn't a too severe an injury, so she yeah. was able to parent all right. Yeah. And um, so... That was all squared away. Oh, I was ready to go. You're going, sweet. This yeah. is really sweet. So one Friday afternoon, I drove around to her house, parked my car, along comes the limousine, picks us up, takes <gasps> us to the airport. What? Straight into the business class lounge, onto the aeroplane, off to Singapore in business Hold class. It. I was going to say, did you go business class? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're going, I'm living the dream. Unbeknownst to me, yeah. they have got chairs that turn into beds. Oh, yeah. Didn't you, did you not know that? No, but I'll tell you one thing. I've seen I'll, it, but I haven't sat in them. <laughs> One other thing I didn't know either is when you fly business class, unless you tell the airline staff yeah. not to annoy you, yeah, they yeah. will actually wake you up and ask you if you want champagne. Yeah, no, and good, and good champagne too. Yeah, 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 yeah it yeah. wasn't too bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you said, yes, wake me up every hour on the hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a time when I just wanted to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, you stop like, bothering me. Yeah, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we get to France, uh, flying to Marseille, and along comes another chauffeur-driven limousine. Drives us up to um, a place called Avignon. We get on this um, long river boat. You know, yep. it's got the flat tops on. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Off we go. I can picture that. Yeah. Yeah, that had a, a very late summer, so it was a really a real Indian summer. And the days were beautiful. They were mid to high twenties each day. Yeah. Um, we would sit on the top of the boat watching the castles, county castles. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Have, yeah. Yeah, and, and we'd be Googling different cocktails and the cocktail waiter would come up and ask what we'd want and they'd go back down, make us a cocktail, bring it up to us. Oh, my God, you were living the dream. It was amazing, yeah, yeah. absolutely amazing. Yeah. All the um, day trips were free. They were built into the price. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and because and it was in the wine food region, you know, this real, the, 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 what France is really renowned for, Yeah. everywhere we stopped, we would... Be, the menu was set around yeah. the food and wine from yeah, that yeah, region, yeah. Nice. So whether it be, um, you know, Burgundy or, yeah. you know, all those types of places. So you got really fat and drunk while you were away on oh, this trip. it was amazing. Yeah. 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 yeah so, done, like. yeah. Yeah. My liver was absolutely <laughs> screaming at me by the end of it. And then um, on the way back, um, we had a night in Istanbul and yeah. we stayed at the Four Seasons oh Hotel, which is five star. And I love Istanbul, just saying. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so that was, uh, yeah, that was probably, so that started off as a Tinder date and that was yeah. the fourth Tinder date. Wow. So I think, you know, that's how all fourth dates should go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There's hope for me yet. I just <laughs> got to get myself back on Tinder. <laughs> you just never know unless I you know, have a go. I know. I know. So, but then how did that all... Well, what happened was, uh, so I did omit a little bit of the story there while we're away. Um, a little bit of romance crept into the holiday yeah. and then just got a, a little bit carried away. And yeah. um, so this whole, no, no expectations, no pressure turned into um, become quite demanding. On her part. She was becoming quite demanding of my attentions while we were away. Oh. Yeah, and to the point where I couldn't do it anymore. And I'm not going to lie to you, for the moment there I was sitting there and I was, I was quite stressed about it. Yeah. And I really thought that I was Julia Roberts from Pretty Woman. <laughs> I was expecting the, the necklace to come out and the oh, little yeah. snappy thing go yeah, on my yeah, yeah. hand and all that. Yeah. And yeah, so it was uh, it was quite intense. And so I had to have a serious chat with her and just say, look, I can't do this anymore. It's yeah. just it's not sitting right with me. I feel yeah. – I felt – 
But did you do that once you got home or whilst you were away, that no, chat? whilst I was away. Oh, no. And this wasn't even halfway into the trip. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was an unpleasant 24 hours, and then afterwards we came to the uh, agreement that, you yeah. know, okay, we can do this as just travel partners. Yeah, yeah. But she did later on confide in me and say that I was nearly on a plane home. Oh, really? Yeah. Because she's a travel agent. She could have booked that pronto. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and I wasn't playing the game that she wanted to play, so, wow. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all's well. that's an interesting well. one. Yeah. But you didn't see her after that, really. Uh, uh, no, no. So I, oh, I, did, you, I did go back to her house after that to... Um, give back some luggage that she'd loaned me. Yeah. Um, and I did message her a couple of times and speak to her on the phone a couple of times afterwards, you know, just to, on a friendly basis. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was I, I, it was one of those situations where it was it, it couldn't have continued. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was Unless you were happy to be, you know, under her thumb and... Yeah. Yeah. No, that was not going to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but really terrific, terrific lady, but it yeah. just... We put ourselves in that position that was bound to... Yeah, you know, yeah. And there was that, really you know, awkward. and there was always that little but. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. And sometimes you just got to listen to your gut. Mm-hmm. And, yep. um, and roll with that. Yeah. 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 So that's really probably one of my... Um, well, that's probably an exciting one. Was a very, That was probably my ex- most exciting uh, Tinder experience or yeah. online dating experience. And I bet you can't top that. It's a bit like... The Bachelor, really, isn't it? Where they go on those really extravagant kind of dates and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so there's no topping that. But since then, I've taken quite the back seat in the whole dating thing because I realised when I walked away that I'd actually um, uh, hurt her. So she was, you know. Yeah. And I don't like, I don't take any pleasure in that. Yeah. But it was the nature of the situation was that I I couldn't continue on faking it. But uh, as it turned out, you know, it, it really hurt her. So... I had to really reassess. I couldn't just be take this whole online dating thing casually because yeah. there's, you know, people's emotions at stake here yeah. as well. Yeah. So I um have just since then gone on a few dates. Yeah. Um, it's purely been go out, have a um, uh, you know, drink at a pub, get to know each other, learn each other's story, yeah. and keep it at that. And if you see that it might be worth, you know, a second date, maybe yeah. go on a second date, but you're certainly not rushing into anything that yeah. might. Involve yeah. any emotion? Yeah. So. Yeah. Is that because you don't have the space for the emotion as well right now? Yeah, I'm just not in that right headspace yeah, for it yeah. at all. You can't yeah. offer it. No. Yeah. Yeah. As much and all as I would love the idea of um, happily ever after and having that partner that you know you wake up with every day and it's a perfect relationship. Yeah. I've just proven to myself time and time again I'm not ready for it. Yeah, and I think too. Um, Obviously, you're meeting, you know, if you go out and you meet somebody, the likelihood that they're going to have children is very high. Yes. And then you're talking about merging, like, families. Yeah. And that's not always easy. I've seen friends try and do it. I've seen my own family members do it. Yeah. And um, it's it's not always, it's not the Brady Bunch. No. Like, people kind of think it's going to be. And I think, and I know the kind of dad that you are and, and, um, I'm very protective about Ruby and I would not have anyone enter in that I felt was not worthy of being introduced to or part of or, you know, Mm. included into her life and my life as well. So it it does actually make it really tricky when, you know, there's there's people and families and kids merging. Yes, absolutely. And it's not even anything I've... uh contemplated or come across in my time so yeah. I've, I've had a, a couple of short-term or one 18 month and two six-month relationships over the journey yeah um 
but there'd never been any um, introduction of um, kids. kids to kids and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and, and I just think, look, they're only young ones. Yeah. Uh, we only get one shot at it. I and know. So from yeah. my perspective, I'm just going to try the, the best I can to be the best father I possibly can in this short amount of time. Yeah. And just try and be a great male role model for my two girls. Yeah. So. Yeah. Kudos to you. Yeah, well, it's, you know, the most important thing in my life. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and look, Pauline, I really enjoy it. Yeah. I really love yeah, being a you dad. You do, you do, yeah. and it's never a problem. I mean, this podcast, we delayed it because um, Greg needed to attend to one of his girls, um, and, like, I would never st- stop you because I understand, like, what the girls are to you and the, the kind of dad that you are, and you've always prioritised the girls. Mm. And I think that's... A really attractive quality about you as a person that you no, will thanks. always prioritize your kids yeah. first and their well-being and everything yeah so um we're going to wrap up in a minute but i just want to i just want to ask one final question and this is probably a tricky one to answer but what do you see for your future or if you can map out ideally five years what do you see for you and what do you see for your girls Oh, I, I honestly think the next five years probably won't change much because they'll still be at that age where uh, they'll be pretty dependent on me. Yeah. Um, beyond that, um, oh, look, I'll, I'll be a realist. I'd say that probably one of the girls, if not both of them, will probably be living with me full time. Yeah. Uh, into their 20s, I'd yep. say. No, no, that'll be 30s. Maybe, they don't, yeah. home, they don't leave home when they're 20 these days. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I, um, I, I'm not even contemplating, like, relationship or whatever in five yeah. years. That's going to – that will happen when it happens. Yeah, that's right. And we, I think you just need to trust that, that the right thing and the right person will come along at the yeah. right time. Yeah. Yeah. And But I'm with you. I think, you know, for both of us, our priority is our children. Yeah. And, um, you know, it will come and it will happen. Yeah, absolutely. When it's meant to. Yeah. Well, Greg, I want to say thank you. I've really enjoyed, and it's been really lovely to get um, a single dad's perspective because, um, you know, this is a a huge focus on single mums, but we know that, you know, and you've proven it tonight, that there's some really amazing, outstanding dads out there, and I feel privileged that I know you and that that you are one of those people. Look, thanks, Paul, and I I do think you've been a bit generous with that, but, you know, for the anyone who listens to this podcast, I think it's probably important to know that the reason that we have stayed in communication is I think we're very similar parents. We've both put mm. our kids first. Mm. Uh, and we, it's for that reason we find it very easy to communicate with each other because we know yeah. where our priorities are. Yeah. And that we've got a lot of likenesses like that. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, thank you for being a good friend that's been able to, you know, answer some questions and help me out with, yeah. you know, yeah. my, any time I've thought about, you know, mm. well, am I doing the right thing here? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you yeah. Getting the girly questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and what colour should I paint that door at home? Yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> you've got a hell of a lot more taste than I have. That's why he really stays friends because, um, you know, he wants to get some of my interior design kind of. Uh... Well, it's, at the moment it's free. Yeah, yeah. Or nice yeah. like tonight I get fed as well. Yeah, that's right. It's even better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. Um, look forward to um, uh, talking with or have you listen again very soon. Um, please like us on um, Facebook Instagram and subscribe on iTunes. Um, Have a good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're very welcome.